Good morning. Welcome to Brachos Samach Aleph, page 61. The Gemara continues the topic from yesterday's daf of called the Ovid Rachman al-Latav that a person should always say that everything that Hashem does, Hashem's doing for the good, even if bad things are happening, maybe there's something good that will come out of it. And continuing with that theme, the Gemara also says in the name of Rav Meir, that we should have few words of Nakadash Baruch, which means we should not complain when bad things happen, because perhaps there's some divine purpose behind them. The Gemara goes on to talk about the Pasuk, that Hashem created Adam, Adam, but it says with two yods. The question is, why do we have two yods? It sounds as if there are two creations. And the Gemara says three interpretations of this idea. The first interpretation is one of them is the good inclination and one is bad. So there are two creations. The other one is two yitzars or yotzars because meaning no matter what I do, I'm stuck. If I follow Hashem's will, then the Yitzhahara, my Yotzer's will, my creator, then the Yitzhahara is trying to get me. But if I listen to the Yitzhahara, then it woes to me because the, the, my Yotzer, my creator, is going to be upset at me. So really, I'm stuck whatever I do. The Gemara gives a third interpretation of Ayitzer. What are the two creations? It's Du Partsuf and Bar Kaddish which is the interpretation which basically says that when Hashem created Adam and Chava, initially they were like two whole figures, two whole people that were attached together. And then when Hashem created Eve separately, basically all Hashem had to do was split the two in half. Then the Gemara goes on to talk about this, because there's actually a debate. One says, Partsof, that Chava was actually her own figure that was attached to Adam, but it was only split. And the other one says that she was Zanab. She was actually just a pale that was uh, built on Adam, and Hashem took off the tail and built Chava from the tail. And the Gemara goes on to have many proofs back and forth, whether or not it's Partsuf or, or Zanav, uh, and we get many interesting side comments. One of them is the idea that that if you say that it was a tail, we say originally Hashem actually intended to create them as two separate entities, but then at the end Hashem only created one, uh, another idea that we see from here is if you follow the idea that uh, that, that, that Chava was already a partsuf, she was already her own figure, the question is, why does it say Vayivan Hashem, that Hashem built her? What's Hashem building her? She was already her own person who only had to be split. And the answer is the Vayivan, the building is that Hashem actually created her, her uh, braided her hair uh, in, order to, in order to make her uh, pleasing or beautiful for Adam, and Hashem is almost like the Shadchan, but we see from here that the language Vayivan of building refers to creating braids, and there's actually a halachic import to this, because this is where we learn the idea that it, at least on a rabbinic level, might be forbidden to braid here on Shabbos as an iser or a violation of something akin to a bona at the building on Shabbos. The Gemara goes on and talks about the idea of, okay, now if you say that Adam and Chava were partsufim, do partsufim, were two figures, you know, attached to each other by the back. Well, which direction did they walk? Did they walk in Adam's direction as he was facing forward, or Chava's? And the answer is they walked in Adam's direction facing forward. And from here we see this idea that a person shouldn't a person shouldn't walk behind a woman, even if it's his wife, because this is immodest, it's going to lead to bad thoughts. And the Gemara goes on to talk about um, how terrible this is and other issues of modesty, like when you exchange money to a woman or if she's a clerk, you shouldn't like count out the money slowly in order to gaze at her and other ideas of modesty. The Gemara goes on, uh, as we turn to the, uh, to the uh, Ahmed Bays, the Gemara talks about the idea of 
of uh, again the Yitzhar and the Yitzhar Tov, and the Gemara says that uh, actually Tzadikim are ruled by the Yitzhar Tov, or Shem are ruled by the Yitzhara, and Benunim, those who are in between, are ruled by both. It's a tug of war; they're going back and forth. And uh, Rava actually considered himself to be a Benoni. He was only in between. Abayah said, no, if you call yourself a Benoni, then you're calling the rest of the world Rishayim. You're not letting anybody live. The Mar goes on to talk about the Pasuk of Ahavta Shasham Lukacha, which is Bechol Kol Nashcha. Why does that to say Bechol Nashcha? You have to serve Hashem even with your life and even with your money? Because some people are, money is more important to them than their life. Some people, their life is more important. Either way, you have to do it. Then the Gemara goes on to the famous story of Rabbi Akiva, who, who gathered Torah students and, and taught Torah. Even the Romans had decreed that it was forbidden. They, they caught him, they were going to kill him. And they said to him, and Rabbi Kiva said, his, his students came to him and, and they said to him, Rabbi Ad Khan, is this, is you still loving Hashem even in this situation where you're being killed? And he said, my whole life, I looked forward to the opportunity of being able to die for Torah. And now I've given the opportunity. How, how, wouldn't I not want to do it? And this happens. He was killed. The angels say, Zu Torah, Zu Schar, is this the reward for Torah? And Hashem says, yes, he's going into the eternal world. And Vasco comes out and says, Rabbi Kiva is right now going into the world to come. And then finally, the Gemara on the bottom of the Amud talks about the idea of going to the bathroom when you're in sight of the temple. Um, and it might be a problem to face the temple. So if you're, for instance, uh, on the, uh, the east of the temple, let's say you're in Judea, you have to go to the bathroom, you're either facing north-south, but not east-west, because if you're east-west, then you're actually facing the temple. Bottom line halacha is that this actually does apply even outside of Chutzlaret, even in Chutzlaret, even outside of Israel. But it, so you might have to be careful where you go to the bathroom, but it doesn't apply if you're in an actual bathroom because there's a mechitza, you're in, in, in a closed structure. However, if you would be going to the bathroom out in the fields, then actually, according to the Skimar, you might have to make sure that you're not facing the temple uh, when you actually go to the bathroom. That concludes page 61. We'll continue with 62 tomorrow.